0: It's 5.20, and this is the KDLL Evening News for Tuesday, February 20th on 91.9 FM, Kenai Soldatna, listener-supported public radio for the Central Kenai Peninsula. I'm Hunter Morrison. Thanks for tuning in. Coming up... A new study shows that Pollock abundance surveys may not fully account for the way fish respond to climate change. But first, a retired Air Force general and fighter pilot is running for District 8, the state house seat that covers Nikiski, Ridgway, Sterling, and Cooper Landing. KDLL's Riley Board has more.
1: John Hillier of Ridgeway says prevailing social and economic conditions in the country and his leadership experience in the military led him to run for office.
2: With the state of the nation, um, I, I couldn't just sit idly by and go into my quote-unquote retirement and uh, teach my kids how to fly. Uh, it, it's just, it was just too, too unnerving. You know, I'm deeply troubled by the course our nation is, uh, is going down, so I couldn't sit idly by.
1: He cites inflation, First and Second Amendment rights, the national COVID-19 response, and other social issues as motivating factors. Hillier says his high-ranking Air Force positions came with responsibilities that prepared him for state office.
2: So those jobs, uh, you know, involve billions of dollars of, uh, of budgets and operating capital uh, and operations uh, money. And, uh, you know, I was entrusted with the highest level of security clearances uh, to do all that. So with that background, I felt I could provide some leadership uh, in the local area.
1: Hillier first came to Alaska to work on building an F-22 fighter jet unit at Elmendorf Air Force Base in Anchorage and moved down to the peninsula in 2014. His twin sons attend Soldotna High School, and he continues to work as a commercial pilot out of Anchorage. Hillier says his priorities in the legislature would be bolstering constitutional rights and revitalizing Alaska's natural resources, which he says is the solution to the state's budget issues.
2: So we're talking about reinvigorating uh, oil, gas and, and other resource production and then producing fuel, natural gas, and, and even value-added products. First for ourselves is, is how I'd like to see it, for our lo- own local use, to remedy some of these issues that we have right now, and then, uh, and then for export, of course. And, and there's more than enough resources to uh, support that.
1: He says in the legislature, he would focus on representing District 8 residents above all else, and says his integrity is a key part of his candidacy. Hillier filed to run in November. Around the same time, sitting Representative Ben Carpenter announced his plans to run for the state senate. Bill Elam, who represents Sterling on the Kenai Peninsula Borough Assembly, joined the race in January. The primary for the 2024 State House race is on August 20th. In Kenai, I'm Riley Bored.
0: Fisheries surveys are an essential tool for sustainable fisheries management. But in the midst of marine heat waves, surveys of pollock abundance in the Gulf of Alaska made wildly different estimates. As KTOO's Anna Canney reports, a new study shows that those surveys may not fully account for the way fish are responding to climate change.
3: Right about now, pollock are gathering in the Shelikoff Strait near Kodiak Island. And soon, scientists will follow them to do their annual winter survey. Fisheries biologist Lauren Rogers with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration said the goal is to get an estimate of how many pollock are out there in the Gulf of Alaska just before they spawn. And so that timing of when pollock are going to be migrating to the spawning grounds or away from the spawning grounds is then going to be particularly important for that survey. But the timing of pollock spawning is becoming more unreliable as human-caused climate change warms the ocean. That means scientific surveys that are used for fisheries management could become more unreliable too. Between 2017 and 2019, four surveys of pollock abundance across the Gulf of Alaska showed mysterious, mismatching results. Summer surveys showed near record low populations, while the winter survey in the Shelikoff Strait showed record highs. To understand the mismatch, Rogers and her collaborators worked backwards using surveys of larval pollock. We have the offspring information, and then we can go back to what must the parents have been doing in order to put them in the world when they were put in the world. Their findings, published in a paper earlier this month, showed that for years when the Shelikoff survey differed, spawning had happened much earlier than normal. In 2017 and in 2019, peak spawning happened more than two weeks earlier. That was likely shaped, in part, by the marine heat waves that hit the Gulf around that time. Rogers found that those changes in timing explained much of the mismatch with the Shelikov Strait survey. But, she says, spawning isn't the only thing these surveys need to pay attention to. The warming oceans may be changing fish in all kinds of ways, from altering growth rates to shifting migration patterns and distribution. Recent studies in the Bering Sea, for instance, showed populations of pollock moving further north as sea ice melts. That messed up surveys, too. But Roger says fisheries managers can try to adjust to these changes when determining their stock assessments and catch limits. We can understand what potential biases might we have, and then we can start to uh, come up with ways of, of accounting for those. It's not just a simple matter of doing the Shelikov survey earlier or moving the Bering Sea surveys north. That's because the effects of climate change will be unpredictable from year to year. Planning for a continual shift is not going to allow us to respond as proactively as we need to. So to keep up, fisheries managers need to consider the latest climate science. It's the only way for them to follow the fish in a rapidly changing ocean. In Juneau, I'm Anna Kenny. <laughs>
0: That's all for tonight's KDLL Evening News. We had help from Anna Canny in Juno, and KDLL's own Riley Board. Find us online at KDLL.org. I'm Hunter Morrison. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, oh,